What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And boy, do we have a great deal for you. Right now, when you go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and type in the promo code TanandJman when you check out, that's right, TanandJman, all in caps, you get free shipping on any order through the end of 2021. That's the end of 2021, that's December 31st, 2021. So if you're looking to get yourself a short-sleeve t-shirt, long-sleeve t-shirt, hoodie, pint, pint glass coffee mug, stickers, so much more. TanandJmanShowStore.com makes the perfect holiday gift, supports our show, and at the same time, you can look great doing so. Please go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and buy some merch today. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. You are watching another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. I'm in Illinois. Tanner's in Indiana. How's the weather there, T-Dog? Snowy and cold. How are the roads? Uh, they're a little slick <laughs> yesterday, but today they haven't been bad. I haven't been out since got off work, uh, but it's been snowing since I got off work. Uh, winter is here. Yes, it is. And then tomorrow it's supposed to be 50. At least it is here. I don't know. I haven't looked at the forecast. It's just been cold the last two days. I'm trying to stay inside as much as possible. I tell you what, I mean, it hits out of nowhere where you are expecting it, but then the cold actually gets here and you're like, I wasn't ready for it. I know we were forecast to get one one to three inches yesterday and Saturday. I'm like, eh. Woke up Sunday morning. We're pretty covered. So yeah, (laughs) all right, here we are. We didn't get any up here and I was very fortunate for that. Lucky. Got some birdie bogey for me. I do. I do. Uh, let me bring up the banner here. All right. NFL question for you this week. Great. Russell Wilson. He just returned to action for the Seattle Seahawks. From his amputated arm? Yeah. That's the way they made it sound. I know they did. Like he fought his way back. He was rehabbing 16 hours a day, seven days a week. 19 hours a day is what I read. Whatever. That's impossible. Uh, Before getting shut out against the Green Bay Packers yesterday, he had 149 career starts. That was the seventh longest in NFL history. Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre are one, two, three in that category. What active quarterback is fourth with 172 starts before being shut out? Has not been shut out. This guy was fourth with 172 starts hmm. without getting shut out. Not so, shut out. He's obviously been in the league for a while. Active. And he's active. Who Who are the top three? Breeze, Manning, and Favre. Favre. Breeze, Manning, Favre. And this guy's and, active. And I will tell you, uh, f- uh, I'm going to double check this real quick. I think five and six are active as well. Interesting. Um, I'll have to double check that one. I don't have. Yeah, I'll double. Check. Obviously, a few guesses. Um, but Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine, Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Follow them. On Instagram and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. You know what um, makes these cold temperatures feel a lot warmer? What's that? Some veggies. <laughs> hey, you can make a lot of good soups with vegetables. That's right. That's right. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a soup time. It is definitely a soup time. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of soup lately. You're a soup man. I am a soup guy. Some people are sauce guys. I'm a soup guy. You're not a sauce guy. I am a sauce guy. Yeah. Bar, a good barbecue, like barbecue a, or a buffalo sauce, but ketchup, yeah. mustard, the condiments, not so much. You're not a fan. You don't like mayonnaise. I'm a weird one. I'm glad you're finally starting to admit it. Oh, I'll admit it to anybody. <laughs> um, college basketball, J-Man. It is back yes, and sir. rolling. Yes, it is. Man, I'm, I've been happier than I've been in months. <laughs> That so didn't actually, take much being a Cub fan this year and a Dolphin and fan. And a Dolphins fan. Um, yeah, college basketball's back. We've seen some uh, 
really good games. I mean, some good matchups already with uh, number two, UCLA, beating uh, Villanova, number four, Villanova, and then number one, Gonzaga, just manhandling uh, number five, Texas. Um, yep. Seems tough, some good. Tough, tough week to be a Longhorns fan. Yes. I, I said to our group message, do you think one – Texas fan was watching the basketball game over the football game against Kansas. Nope. nope. I'm I, I'm sure there was one, but they wouldn't admit it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> wow. We'll we'll talk about Texas football when we talk about college football. But yeah, uh, we saw some good Big Ten games. Um, Ohio State got taken to the brink by former um, Ohio State assistant and Illinois head coach John Gross's Akron team. Um, Akron kind of found a way to lose that one. They, they should have won. I thought Ohio State got help from the stripes that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which that happens at home against a non-major conference team. Um, sure. it, it, it helps you at home against major conference teams uh, sure. for that matter. But uh, yeah, they, they got helped uh, big time. Um, but I mean, that that was the game that pretty much kicked off the Big Ten season uh, for college basketball. And it was, it was a good one. It was certainly was Indiana was in a close one mm-hmm. against uh, was that Eastern Michigan? Eastern Michigan, yeah, another. But Indiana should have put them away, but they couldn't hit free throws. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, both our teams looking good so far. I mean, you haven't even seen your team at full force, and you won't until mm-hmm. next week, till next Monday. Um, it'll be an interesting show here. The final half hour with uh, Illinois kicking off uh, against uh, Marquette in Marquette for the Gaffet games. Um, Don't worry, everybody. We have the mute button ready to I, roll. I, I have a mute button. I think I'll I'll be good for the first thirty minutes. Hopefully, <laughs> if if it's uh, if it's not going well, uh, that could be uh, real ugly for me because they should beat them tonight. But uh, who knows? First road game with full capacity fans since. Oh yeah. March of 2020. So, uh, I mean, the first one for two starters, Andre Curbelo and Coleman Hawkins, uh, they've never had to uh, face an atmosphere. Like, I think it'll be a pretty good atmosphere in Marquette tonight. You've tweeted uh, high praise of both those guys lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been on record saying I think Andre Curbelo is the best pure point guard in college basketball. Um, he was hurt game one and then looked really good in 19 minutes against Arkansas State, who actually projected to be the top two or three team, and I think they're in the Sun Belt. Um, so, I mean, they they were unbelievable, won by 39 points. Um, and then Coleman Hawkins, he averaged, I think it was seven minutes a game last year, 1.3 points per game, and he's arguably been their best player so far. Um, Underwood had raved in um, the offseason how – improved Coleman was and man it, they finally have that four man that uh Underwood's been searching for for five years a guy who has some length and can shoot the ball a little bit good passer as well so uh, I think he's been most improved guy in the country has I mean I haven't watched a whole lot of college basketball but I'm just assuming after him not getting many minutes last year yeah I and I know nothing about Marquette for tonight so um they start three red shirt freshmen but they're only red shirts because of the COVID year. Um, they do have Daryl Morsell, who Illinois is very familiar with and who's oh, yeah. been an Illinois killer at, at Maryland. He had, uh, I think he had close to 20 points last year in their win um, at Illinois. Um, so they're very familiar with him, but they're an undersized team um, with not much experience. Of course, Shaka Smart's there. They lost DJ Carton to the NBA. Um, Illinois, last I looked, was eight and a half point favorites. And I think that's about right on the road. I think Illinois is significantly better. Uh, but again, first road test with full capacity fans and without your best player, too. Without, yeah, without Kofi Coburn, uh, which don't get me started on that idiotic NCAA ruling. Cause if it, if it, if he would have done the same thing a month later, it wouldn't have mattered. Yep. Um, so that's that, that's just the NCAA's last, last stand essentially of trying to screw a guy over, which they're very, uh, they love to do. They, they they love love to swing that power around, and um, it was just an asinine ruling by the NCAA. But it is what it is. Got to play without them, and they've looked good so far uh, without them. But uh, we'll see tonight against a uh, better opponent than they've faced. I've been happy what I've seen now Purdue through two games. I mean, they play, played Bellarmine and, and Indiana State. Not the not the greatest competition. They play Wright State tomorrow. And then we'll really see what they are made of this weekend when they play North Carolina on Saturday, then either Villanova or Tennessee on Sunday. But uh, through two games, I'm pretty impressed. I mean, Jaden Ivey and Zach Eady both had career highs and points. 
Friday night, and Ivy had career high in rebounds. This is easily Matt Painter's deepest team he's ever had. It's mm-hmm. nuts how deep it is. And and the bench is going to get another guy on Sunday when Mason Gillis is eligible to return. So uh, it's pretty deep when you can redshirt a uh, four-star All-State freshman and Trey Kaufman-Wren. And- he was a top, top 40 guy in the country yeah. too, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Matt, when it comes to redshirts, leaves it up to the player. He said, you know, he could have, he would have been happy either way if Trey wanted to take the redshirt or not. And mm-hmm. Trey kind of looked at, you know, I'm not going to play too much this year. And uh, if I redshirt work on my game, I can play a ton next year. So made the decision I- for himself. I've looked at the box score um, for the first two games. Is Travion Williams really coming off the bench? Yes. That's insane. Yes, he is. I mean, he got a potential All-American off the bench. Yeah. But that shows you right now how good and how approved Zach Eady has been. Mm-hmm. He was sure. absolutely stupid dominant the other night. And the crazy thing is, right now, if I had to pick anybody to shoot free throws on Purdue, it'd be Zach Eady. Zach Eady? And he's seven foot four. I mean, he makes it look <laughs> effortless. He just... I mean, I know there's a long ways to go, and a lot of people, of course, are projecting Jaden Ivey to jump pro, which he probably will. Um, just seeing him live is like, okay, I've never seen a guy get to the yeah. rim with ease like this at Purdue in my life. But if Edie keeps improving like this throughout the year, he might be gone too, even though I'm not sure he'll ever be a great pro because the big seven three seven four guys in the pros mm-hmm. are kind of non-existent anymore. But it's just wild to me. This kid didn't play basketball until he's sophomore in high school. Yeah. And yeah. now here he is just starting over a potential All-American in Travion yeah, was, Williams. Travion was a first-team All-Big Ten guy by yep. the uh, coaches, I think, wasn't or was it media? Yep. Um, and he's coming off the bench. Um, have, have they played together at all? They might have a little bit in the first game. They didn't They didn't the other night. Um, and, and Travion, it's weird right now. He's not really looking for his shots, it seems like. He's – more looking to pass the ball. It seems like he really wants to pass against these teams. But the other night, he scores up for a three and nails it. Yeah. Well, in the first half, when the game was still, you know, in doubt. And it's, I don't know. I, but there was a stretch the other night. He played about the worst I've ever seen him play. Hmm. And he got, the, I think there was five or six NBA scouts at the game. You wonder if that got to his head a little bit. Yeah. But uh, the guy I'm most impressed with in Purdue is their starting point guard, Isaiah Thompson. He's starting over Eric Hunter right now. And through two games, he has zero turnovers, and he's six for eleven from behind the arc. Sounds like his brother. Yeah, he really does. Just confident with the ball, makes the right decisions, mm-hmm. and and, and he and you kind of have to feel for Eric Hunter a little bit. I mean, this is a guy who played meaningful minutes on the Elite Eight team as a freshman yeah. three years ago, and right now he's coming off the bench. But it just kind of is what it is. Matt Matt has a a good problem on his hands with depth, and he's got to figure out his rotations and his starting lineups. That's pretty crazy that two guys that were starters on last year's team that got a four seed in the NCAA tournament are now coming off the bench. I know. That, I mean, that just shows how deep they really are. I know. Um, but man, PJ was a guy that never turned the ball over, never right. turned the ball over. And uh, is, is he still on the coaching staff too? Yeah. He's a graduate assistant or no, he's actually not a graduate assistant. He actually has a role now. He might be video coordinator. Some their graduate assistants this year are Tommy Luce and Spike Albrecht. Really? Spike never wants to leave college, I don't think. <laughs> Luce is still probably a fan favorite. Yeah, yep. I, I had a laugh the other day. They Their managers play against other teams' managers. They lost to Bellarmine's managers with PJ and Tommy Luce playing. Man. But they beat Indiana State. So I'm thinking, what did Bellarmine have on their manager roster that beat a, a guy who started on multiple Sweet 16 teams and then a guy, of course, who was a walk-on, but Scotty Pippen. These guys. <laughs> like, Must add Scotty Pippen, you know, the self-proclaimed greatest player to ever live. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Scotty, but uh, happy college basketball's back. Uh, like you said, a lot of good games coming up this week and this weekend. So uh, I know Butler, I know they're hosting Michigan State Wednesday night at Hinkle. Yeah. That'll be fun. That will be. Absolutely. So, yeah, should be should be a good time. I mean, it's it's just I like this time of year when you got college football winding down and then college basketball starting. It's fun. Yeah. A lot to watch. Um, I'll have a hot take here for you real quick. Or I like a, hot takes. It's, I don't know if it's a hot take, but it's a uh, – yeah, anyway, I prefer college basketball Saturdays over college football Saturdays. Yeah, I'd say that's probably a hot take. I'd say yeah. a majority of people – 
I will say, I mean, it helps that my team, my football team is at least relevant this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that happens, I think I enjoy college football Saturdays a lot more than college basketball Saturdays, but I like college basketball Saturdays a lot too. So, sure. uh, yeah. You want to go through and pick uh, the Gavit games here? Let's do it. I'll bring them up real quick. I don't even know who plays, so this is going to be um, new to me. Start, starting tonight, we have Illinois at Marquette. Um, Illinois is seven and a half point favorite. I'm taking the line out by five. J-Man's going to be sweating till the end. I think I'll be sweating as well. Uh, I do. I do think Illinois is quite a bit better than Marquette. Um, don't know much about him besides Daryl Morsell and Shaka Smart, but uh, I, I I think it'll be a really good game. But Illinois ultimately pulls away at the end. I just never like playing Shaka Smart teams. My team's zero three against them. And so. supposedly he's brought back the Havoc defense too. Yeah, yeah. So fun. it's it's a good thing Andre Curbelo's back um, to be able to break that. But I I think Illinois will be able to score against them. Um, also tonight, right after the Illinois game, we have Providence at Wisconsin. I'm going to take the Friars in this one. Uh, Purdue lost to them in their secret scrimmage by one point in overtime. Um, so I'm going to take Providence. I, I, I didn't, I'm not too high on this Wisconsin team going into the year. I'm not high on them either. Uh, but I just, it's tough not to pick home teams. Yeah, you're right. In college basketball this early in the season. Uh, so give me Wisconsin. I don't know much about Providence though, admittedly. Uh, but give me Wisconsin. Good old Al Durham plays for Providence. That's right. That's right. Indiana so he's very transfer. familiar with Wisconsin. They're very familiar with him. There's a um, running joke among Purdue fans that he had to transfer to Providence to finally beat Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> Creighton at Nebraska. Oh, Creighton. Nebraska's awful. Nebraska's bad. They lost to – who they lose to uh, game one? It was, was somebody it, they shouldn't have. Was it Sam Houston State or was that the team they beat the other um, night? They beat Sam Houston State, lost – oh, man. Lost to Western Illinois, who's well, been the leather garbage, garbage in basketball for years. The Leathernecks. Um, they might have the most talented player in the Big Ten in Bryce McGowans. Um, he'll probably be a one-and-done guy. I think he's averaging 20-plus points a game for him. Uh, but give me Creighton on the road. Yep. Um, tomorrow night we have Seton Hall unranked at number four, Michigan. Uh, I know nothing about Seton Hall, but give me Michigan. Give me Michigan. Too good. Yep. Um, Wednesday night, we have Michigan State at Butler, as you said. Butler's 3-0. and Give me the Spartans, though. Mm. Butler didn't play well the other night. Uh, Michigan State's one loss is to Kansas. I mean, there's nothing you can – I mean, nothing to put your head down about losing to Kansas. They're pretty good year in, year out. Uh, Hinkle will be absolutely rocking, though. Hinkle magic, you never know. But um, give me the Spartans. Give me Sparty. Uh, Butler's kind of – Starting to lose it a little bit um, ever since they hired uh, – who's the, what's their coach's name? LeVar Jordan. LeVar Jordan. Um, LeVar or LeVal? Now, now LeVal sounds right now. Yeah, LeVal. That, but... <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Uh, 2-0 St. John's traveled to Indiana. Oh, I want to take St. John's. I hope Aaron Wheeler puts 40 up. <laughs> but uh, – Aaron I, Wheeler's at St. John's? Yeah, he starts oh. for him. Um, yeah, went back home. Oh, well, he's from Connecticut, but close to home, and he wasn't going to play for this Purdue team. So but I think Indiana wins uh, by 12. I was going to say I think Indiana wins by double digits. I think um, Barstool Sports is going to be on site at that tomorrow, throwing an event. Why? I believe. The Bench Mob uh, podcast or basketball podcast wanted to go on site somewhere, and, and mm. they chose Indiana. I don't know why. Number 19, Ohio State travels Cincinnati. Take on Xavier. I know nothing about Cincinnati this year, but uh, they play Xavier. Sorry, I was misleading. Oh, oh, they travel to Cincinnati to play Xavier. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, Xavier's kind of fallen the last couple of years. Um, Ohio State was in has been in two close games. Um, survived like yeah. against Akron, like you said, and then against Niagara. Mm-hmm. Um, almost lost that one, but uh, I think I think they keep it going in the close wins and win a close one at the Cintas Center. Ohio State's playing tonight currently against Bowling Green, and they're up nine early. So um, I think they bounce back there. Uh, give me Ohio State as well on the road. Um, Rutgers at DePaul. Rutgers has been kind of struggling as well against some non-power teams. Yeah, they beat somebody in overtime the other night. Uh, but it's hard to go against Geo and Ron Harper. Uh, I think I think Rutgers wants a fairly close one at DePaul. Uh, yeah, give me Rutgers. I mean, DePaul is DePaul. Yep. Um, so give me Rutgers. Uh, then on Saturday we have North Carolina against Purdue. Is that that's neutral site or is that? Yeah, it's in the it's it's out in Connecticut. It's at okay. the um, 
uh, casino out there. Um, something Sun, Rising Sun Casino or something. I don't know. Mo- Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. There, there you go. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know I don't know much about Carolina this year, except Hubert Davis is their coach and uh, they're ranked. Of course, they're going to be the most athletic team Purdue's played up to this date. Um, but I'll take Purdue. Why not? Oh, give me give me Purdue by 15. Talk. I'll um, be a one happy camper if Purdue wins by 15. North Carolina gave up almost 90 points to Brown. Uh, I, yeah, a few days ago. Right. I did see that. Yeah. Um, Purdue rolls them. I hope so. Um, and, and then you say they play uh, either Villanova or Tennessee. I assume yeah. it'll be Villanova. Yeah, I'm tired of playing both these programs. It seems like <laughs> Purdue, bad. especially Tennessee, Purdue plays them a lot. Yeah. Uh, but once again, I'm just going to take Purdue for the heck of it. I mean, it wouldn't shock Same. me if they go one-on-one. I actually think on the one of my other podcasts I do, the Boiler Breakdown, I think I said Purdue would lose one game out east, but I changed my tune already. Nova would be real tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Real tough. Um, yeah. I think that's going to do it for Big Ten, although my word association is Big Ten basketball related. I have the – Past 15 Big Ten Player of the Year Award winners. Wow. Starting with Luca Garza, who won back-to-back years. Eyebrows. He's got those big eyebrows. Is he even doing anything to the pros right now? He was with Detroit, and I know he was playing early. Um, I haven't followed it. um, I I have not watched a single minute of NBA basketball. I've gotten into the Bulls a little bit. You and all the so-called Bull fans from the past. Uh But no, I literally haven't watched a minute. I might not till the Sonics come back. <laughs> it might be a few years. I might be waiting a little while. Cassius Winston. Oh man, just tough as nails. Mm. That guy, he was around forever and just just tough. Clutch. He was great. Good with the ball. Clutch, yep. Um yeah. Great nails. passer. A guy that's kind of forgotten, Kata Bates Diop. Uh tipping at Mackey. Broke Purdue's heart from possibly three-peating as a Big Ten champs. A guy who just, talk about improvement from one year to the next. Holy cow. But uh, he was a good one. Biggie Swanigan. It's too bad to see what's happened to him now. Um, I mean, it's crazy at Mackey. They show him as part of the entrance video, and now he, the latest picture I've seen him, doesn't look like the same person at all. Um, And a great story of triumph to get where he was and to get to the NBA, but hopefully he can get his life back on track. Denzel Valentine. Another guy that Spartan was just tough and clutch. Um, another guy who just improved. I mean, mm-hmm. from his sophomore to senior year, my goodness, and went to the Bulls, then I don't know where he's at now. He uh, is with, I just saw him the other day. I think he's with, I think he might be, No. Detroit or Cleveland? I want to I say everybody's in. with Detroit. Everybody's in that division, the central division yeah. <laughs> of the Eastern Conference. But uh, he's just another Spartan that was just clutch and just solid. Frank the Tank Kaminsky. Oh, man. I keep saying improvement. Uh, but this guy, he went from averaging four points being the MVP of in the Naismiths, I believe, player of the year. Uh, was first-round draft pick by the Hornets. Didn't do too much for them, but uh, – Man, those Bo Ryan teams were good when he was there. Frank was a fantastic player, but the media loved him so much that he got an air of overratedness to him. Yeah, that's fair. Nick Stauskas. Wow. Athletic. He was athletic. Uh, Great shooter, too. I hadn't thought about that name in a long time. <laughs> he he kind of was one of the ones that started the Michigan trend of jumping, guys jumping to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Went to the Kings. Um he was a good one. Trey Burke. Clutch that shot against Kansas yeah. in the lead eight. Ridiculous. Take it into overtime. Man, those Michigan teams were so good. They still are good, but yeah. they were so good. Your favorite Big Ten player of all time, Draymond Green. Oh, boy. I see he's on the Peyton and Eli show tonight. He's one of the four guests. I don't know. The other guests are great. They're going to have Philip Rivers. I'm not a Rivers fan on the field. but He'll be a good one. Phil Mickelson's on there. Nice. Um, I don't remember the other one. And then Draymond, it's like, ugh. Marshawn Lynch on there a few weeks ago was hilarious. <laughs> that was, my, I was so disappointed last week. I flipped over to ESPN two and it wasn't on because they're only doing like ten broadcasts yeah, wish, a year for the next couple of years, which makes sense. I wish um, they were doing it every single week though. Man, it's so much better. Oh yeah, I love watching it. 
Jawan Johnson. JJ, a guy who fizzled in the NBA, got drafted by the Celtics and kind of had no work ethic and fizzled out of the NBA within like two years. But a uh, guy that went from coming off the bench as freshman year at Purdue, averaging five points to Big Ten MVP and uh, All-American uh, his uh, senior year. So uh, he developed a good jump shot by the time he graduated, and he was a heck of a shot blocker. So uh, he was a good one, one of my favorites. The villain, Evan Turner. Oh, <laughs> Probably the best Big Ten player I've seen in my lifetime. Agreed. That guy, I, I remember the game Robbie Hummel hit about seven threes in the first half. Didn't matter. Evan Turner put up 35 in Michigan State or in Ohio State, got it out a win. Wasn't and that his first game back from like a broken, broken back? Too? Broke his back against Eastern Michigan, I believe, hanging on the rim, mm-hmm. fell and smacked his back on the court. Uh, gosh, he was tough. I don't, I don't miss playing against him. No, oh, he was a good one. Uh, that shot he made against Michigan in the Big oh, Ten tournament. Yeah, 2010. Oh, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, blast from the past. These next four blasts from the past, but Kalen Lucas. He reminds me a lot of, um, uh, I just remember, uh, the Michigan State guard we were just talking about earlier. Cassius Winston. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lucas seemed like he was there forever. Him and Drew Neitzel before mm-hmm. him. They always have those steady point guards. Yep. He was just good with the ball in his hands. And I think that's what's been missing for Michigan State the past two seasons is not having a Cassius Winston or Kalen Lucas type there. Right, right. Uh, your second favorite Big Ten player, DJ White. I was waiting for an Indiana boy to come <laughs> up. Uh, better start clapping there for old DJ. That's all that guy did was uh-huh. clap. I was clapping when they got knocked out by Arkansas in the first round. Was that um, was that Dockage? Yeah. The, the interim year? Yep, Hoff Arbor hit the shot, and then, uh-uh. then Arkansas bounced him. Yep. Alondo Tucker. Wow. Uh, Who did he get in a fight with a year or two ago? As it was, it was last year. It was last year, DeMonte Williams. Um, it about cost Illinois the game, but luckily it was it was offsetting uh, technicals in a sense. Uh, that's DeMonte for you, and that's Alondo Tucker. Uh, Alondo Tucker's actually – Born and raised in Lockport and went to Lockport Township High School, which is just a mile from where I'm currently living. And I was not trying to set any of that up. I I did not know who they played when he did that. So that was perfect. But uh, uh, you remember that game last year when? Oh yeah, now that uh, you remember that. Trice scored like 20 points in the final four minutes to make it a game. I remember your Twitter feed that day. It was pretty entertaining. It was was not. It was a. It was a scary day. I didn't know Tucker was a Big Ten MVP. That's surprising to me. Uh, Final one here, Terrence Dials. Another one I couldn't have told you. Uh, big boy. Big boy at Ohio State. I don't think he ever really made the pros. I don't know if he was drafted or not. Um, had had some Jared Sullinger look to him. Just kind oh, of that's bigger. So um, Sully never won the MVP, the Big Ten, huh? No. Wow. Unless wow. I skipped over one. I might have skipped over one, but no, I don't think so. Cause... Juwan won it in 2011. And 2010 would have been Turner. You're right. Wow. Well, well he, they weren't on the same team, so – yeah, so Sullinger was 11, and then he played a 10, 11, and then 11, 12. 12. So 11 was, 12? was Jawan, right? Yeah. Was 12 Trey Burke? No, that was 13. Eh. I'm going to bring it up again. <laughs> I already forget. Um, it might have been Draymond. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, that was Draymond. Yeah. Oh, huh. well. And Sollinger was better than Draymond. Ohio State's had a lot of good basketball players, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're pretty good. Uh, they're they're a pretty good sports school. Must be nice. Yeah, must be. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want some on this day? You want to get educated real quick before let's we talk it. some foosball? All right, let's do it. On this day, on November fifteenth, I have not looked at these, so let's see what we have. here. On this day, 1901, the sixth Iron Bowl, Auburn beat Alabama 17-0. 1901, huh? I bet Auburn would be uh, pretty thrilled with that result this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No. Uh, on this day, 1960, Elgin Baylor of the NBA's L.A. Lakers scored 71 points against the New York Knicks. Elgin um, is a guy that is a legend, but not many people remember him. No, and I mean... 71 points without the three-point line? It's pretty good. Uh, let's see here. On this day, 1970, Paul Brown, as head coach of the expansion Cincinnati Bengals, defeated his former team, the Cleveland Browns, a moment he calls his greatest victory. Hmm. 
Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah. I've always found that that whole rivalry there pretty unique in the history of those two. On this day in 1980, the 30th NASCAR Sprint Cup was won by Dale Earnhardt, the Intimidator. He's pretty good. Yes, he was. He went on to win a lot of those. His son never won one. Um, on this day in 1989, Walter Davis of the Denver Nuggets began an NBA free throw streak of 53 games. 53 straight games where he didn't miss a free throw? Yeah, correct. But in 1991, Ricky Pierce of the Seattle Sonics, bring him back, began an NBA free throw streak of 75 games. Hmm. That's crazy. Seems like something Steph Curry's already beaten. Yeah, probably. I, I don't know. Um, on this day in 2015, I remember this, Holly Holm defeated UFC champion Ronda Rousey in an upset in Melbourne, Australia. Haven't heard a whole lot about uh, Ronda Rousey since then. Uh, her and her husband, I think his name's Trevor Brown, became parents not too long ago. Oh. So she, after UFC, she actually had a one-year stint in the WWE. And then after that, she decided she wanted to become try to become a mother. So that's what she did. Good for her. On this day in 2017, three UCLA basketball players were suspended after admitting to shoplifting in China. LiAngelo was one of them, right? He was. He was. They were released at President Donald Trump's request. <laughs> You remember that? Yes, that was so stupid. On this day, 2018, LeBron James passed LeBron Wilt Chamberlain James. for fifth on the NBA's career scoring list with 44 points in the Lakers' 126-117 victory over the Portland Trail Blazers at the Staples Center. And on this day last year, I forgot about this, that it was right now, the 84th Masters Tournament was won by Dustin Johnson as he fired a record total 20 under to win his first Masters title by five strokes over Cameron Smith and Sun J.M. I completely forgot that was in November last I year. I did too. I did too. Wow. Seems like a lot longer ago than a year. It does. Um, I would like to change my Illinois Marquette prediction looking how rocking Marquette is. <laughs> that didn't take long. Well, they, they haven't even tipped off yet, but just looking at the uh, – Oh, looking at the fans. The, the Pfizer Forum is rocking tonight. <laughs> and uh, the uh, I I didn't do the word association read or the on this day read. Uh, the word association that uh, Josh did a little bit ago is brought to you by Rhett Lee Attorney Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Akee LLC are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give Red a call today to schedule your free consultation at 574-722-2221. And the On This Day segment is brought to you by Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving them a call at 574-210-3815. Want to talk some college football? I would love to talk some college football. Uh, another, uh, not as wild of a week as we've seen, but still some noteworthy games to talk about. I want to start off, I kind of previewed it a little bit earlier. Let's talk about those Texas Longhorns, shall we? Yes, sir. Um, Rock Chuck Jayhawk. <laughs> Kansas had not won a road game since 2008. At Texas, Texas now 4-6. and six. Oklahoma broke them yes. during the Red River shootout. Yeah. Texas had that game in the bag. They did. Oklahoma they were, broke them. They were up, what, 17 or 18, something like that? Yeah. Man, um, I mean, it's oh. it's it's getting to the point where it's getting so ugly that you wonder if Sarkeesian's going to be one and done. I know, and, and don't forget, Josh, they're going to the SEC soon. Yeah, I I, I saw a tweet. It was like Van Vanderbilt is licking its chops. Man, <laughs> I mean, there it was bad that there was a recruit, two recruits. I believe they're both four stars. Were at the game. They're videotaping the end. They were laughing. <laughs> when they lost oh, to Kansas, that's not a good look. That's so embarrassing. Not a good look. Um, I mean, this is one of the programs that used to be the, one of the elite, and they are so far from it. 
Kansas did everything in their power to try to lose it too. It's the funny thing. And Texas just said, nah, we're good. And uh, watch out for Kansas. I'm not saying they're going to be win seven games next year or anything, but that coach is getting some yeah. improvement out of those guys. Um, Lance Leipold, Leipold, something like that. He built Wisconsin Whitewater into a national power. He built uh, Bu- Buffalo was arguably the worst school in the MAC, um, and he built them into a MAC champion or close to it. I don't remember if they won the MAC or not. Um, he's a guy that's a proven program builder, and I think they have a decent shot to at least get respectable. I don't know if they'll ever be as good as they were with Mark Mangini. I think that was his name. Um, Mangino. Mangino. That's yeah. right. I had Eric Mangini on the mind. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's <laughs> somehow. A I don't know. I don't know how he was on my mind. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they'll be solid at uh, one point. Kansas likes that Buffalo pipeline. Remember Turner mm-hmm. Gill, but they only gave him two years and they outs him. Uh, but I think I think this guy will get more time than that. But that was just that was my highlight of the weekend college football, seeing Texas go down. <laughs> Beautiful. It's it's always so fun watching Texas lose uh, for some reason because I mean they've been declared back by so many players over the past eight years or so, and they're clearly this might be rock bottom for them at this point. Oh, I think it's I think it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had. Uh, Auburn pulling off their best Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 28 seriously. to 3 to Mississippi State. And Mississippi State scores 40 unanswered. Yeah. <laughs> 40 unanswered? 40 unanswered. Man, I saw I saw they were down. What was it? It was yeah, it was 28 to 3. It was 28 to 3. It was the exact yeah. score that the Falcons blew to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And uh yeah, man. Uh, I can't figure Auburn and Bo Nix out. They are week to no. week. You don't yeah. know what you're gonna get. Bo Nix is so week to week. Um, he's, he's great at times. And then, you know, after watching him, uh, his first career game, wasn't it? Who, who'd they play where he, well, um, wasn't it at Texas? I can't, I can't remember, but he, he looked good. And we're like, man, this guy's going to be a superstar. He just hasn't, he just been, eh, yep. been okay. Yep. Uh, big 10, no real surprising results, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, you had a really good one between Penn state and Michigan. Down at Happy Valley, uh, Michigan scores a late touchdown and gets the win. And much needed for Harbaugh and company to keep their playoff hopes alive. I keep thinking, Franklin, I think he's done there. Yeah. Um, they have four losses now. I think they're six and four. Um, yeah. I'm, and they still I'm pretty play, sure they're six and four. I think you're right. Um, and they still play Michigan State, I believe, to end the year. Yeah. I, he probably should have gotten out when he got had the chance. Mm-hmm. Um because I don't know if I can't imagine USC or LSU is going to call him now after a four loss Big Ten season. I wouldn't think so. But yeah. um, Indiana, talk about rock bottom. I think they're at rock bottom. They're arguably the by far the most disappointing Big Ten team, I would say. Um, you could argue in the country, though. I mean, they came into the year ranked, what were they, 17th or 18th? Has there ever been a team ranked in the top 25 to only win two regular season games? I would say no. Question. I would say no. It'd, it'd be difficult to say yes. Because usually the teams that are ranked in the top 20, they have a pretty good bet to at least get to six wins mm-hmm. um, to get to a bowl. But, man, that's been an unmitigated disaster. And I know they've had injuries and they had a tough schedule, particularly the first six games. But you're you're losing 30-some to three at home to Rutgers. Yeah. I mean, and your players are fighting. Your players are fighting on the sidelines. Yeah. Not and, and it literally the crowd just leaves like during the game. It's, it's um, bad. Did did you see part of their student section oh, stri- yeah. stripped? Um, oh yeah. In protest of losing to Rutgers. Oh which, yeah. I mean, I, I understand that instinct. <laughs> yeah, it's they got Minnesota at home this week and then uh at Purdue next week. So Yeah, I don't I don't see him winning a game. I think they're going to go over in the, in the, in the big 10, man, that's disappointing for him. That's a shame. Just, just a shame. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about our, our preseason predictions next week in more detail. I had them going six and six, and that was just me hoping that they're going to have a bad season at six and six yeah. for them. Cause they were so hyped up and wow. I, I don't think anyone could have foreseen this. I know they had a tough schedule early and they kind of got behind um, the eight ball um, right. to start, but then injuries piled up and they, they weren't that good regardless. And I guess Michael Penix, uh, he, he did, or 
What did what did our good friend Evan Webb say? I don't think he even dressed Saturday for the game, but he was seeing bo- buying bottle service out Friday night Yikes. before the game. That's so. <laughs> a bad look. It's not not good down there. I <laughs> mean, um, I don't know why they're playing Tuttle over McCauley. You're out of yeah. it anyways. Play your young guy. Get him some rest. Right. I mean, you have nothing to lose playing the younger guy. Yep. So uh, Purdue got shellacked in the horseshoe. Uh, I thought Purdue's offense played pretty good, but their defense, woof. That was a day yeah. to forget for the Boiler defense. Ohio yeah. State did, did whatever they wanted. Did they force a punt? One. <laughs> they, was it, was One. it real late? Uh, still think it was in the third quarter sometime. Yeah, I, but, I oh, my goodness. The first, oh. I would say I watched the majority of the first half, and it was just they, they, they just couldn't get a stop. They get it to third down every once in a while. Um, but they they just couldn't get a stop, uh, which that's Ohio State. You know, they're they're going to be able to move the ball that well against really anyone. C.J. Strode gets the ball out of his hands quick. He's got weapons everywhere. They got a good good uh, ground game. They have good line. I, it's just crazy how talented they are. Yeah. Um, you know, I was watching the game with my girlfriend. She goes, how are they so good and like every year? I don't know. That's just Ohio State. It's been that way in the Big Ten for years. They're cre- the cream of the crop. Hmm. Um but uh, yeah, that was disappoint disappointing that they couldn't cover that twenty point spread and at least hang in yeah. there. But uh, I'll tell you what, Aiden O'Connell's playing some good football for the Boilers. I haven't seen a quarterback play this good since Curtis Painter. I saw he has the fourth best um, QBR in Big Ten history. Yeah, crazy thing is CJ C. Stroud's is higher. Um, it's better. Um, I think Justin Fields had the second best QBR season ever. Uh, but yeah, o- O'Connell's tearing it up. If it wasn't for Stroud, O'Connell, you could argue a case for him to be first team All Big Ten. Sure, but um, Stroud's gonna take that cake. And but uh, it's it's hard to believe he wasn't even the starter. I know. I don't season. don't even get me started. <laughs> I was I was very wrong about that too. I didn't think either guy was better than the other. I've been mm-hmm. proven wrong. Now I'm crossing my fingers that he wants to come back for a sixth year. I'd love yeah. to have him back. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, Minnesota loses a close one to Iowa. Michigan State bounced back over uh, Maryland. Wisconsin blew out Northwestern. So that was that was basically it around the Big Ten. Notre Dame blew out Virginia. I thought it was going to be a close one. Yeah, so I think I picked I picked Virginia. I remember you picking did. them. Um, did not go well. Nope. Irish yeah. are pretty good, and they're not going to lose another no. game until yep. the bowl season. And I, I don't think they can – I don't think they have a case to get into the playoff either. They better not get in, get in over Cincinnati. They better not. Say. Yeah. Um I got big yeah, Illinois. Go ahead. I got big Ten power rankings real oh, quick. Uh, every week I forget. I'm gonna mute my mic so I can yell at Bo Borowski here. Uh <laughs> we can read your lips. Uh <laughs> really all that changed la- from last week. I got all the other rankings are the same. Indiana fourteenth, Nebraska thirteenth, or or Northwestern thirteenth, Nebraska twelfth. Maryland fell from ninth to eleventh. Illinois still 10th. Rutgers moved up from 11th to 9th. Minnesota still 8th. Penn State 7. Purdue 6. Iowa 5. Wisconsin 4. Michigan 3. Michigan State 2. Ohio State 1. It's not a lot of movement. Yeah, I mean, what we thought would happen, happened. So, it's tough to really argue with that. Yep. So, going around the Big Ten, we have Illinois at Iowa. Yeah, uh, Illinois needs this one if they want to make a bowl because I think they will beat Northwestern in the – Lincoln's Hat Trophy game or whatever they call that, Landon Lincoln Trophy. But I think the Hawkeyes get this one at Kinnick. Give me the Hawkeyes for four. I have Iowa for two. I think Illinois can get them. Um, I was not going to score a ton. Right, and they're not starting Petrus again. Whoever started for him on oh. Saturday, I don't remember his name, is starting. I didn't even know he didn't play. Um, so. And I, I don't know if he got benched or if he got hurt or what, um, but he's starting. Um I think, I mean, Minnesota ran the ball all over him. I think Illinois will have to because they can't throw it whatsoever. But I think Iowa's, it's at Iowa. There's no way Illinois wins in there. So I have it for two. Purdue at Northwestern. It's not at Northwestern. It's versus Northwestern and Wrigley Field. It's in the friendly confines. They have the field ready to go both ways this time. Uh, this is build a Northwestern home game, but it sounds like Purdue's going to have a lot more fans there. I know a lot of Purdue fans personally going. Northwestern uh, doesn't have fans. It's a nooner. No, they don't. Uh, I actually got Purdue for five. If if Purdue's offense plays like they have in the last few weeks, they'll win by at least two touchdowns. Um, I have Purdue for seven. That's Woo! that's how little I think that's a in kiss Northwestern. Of death. Thanks, Jay, man. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, if 
Purdue scores more than 17 points, they win. I think Purdue's defense is going to be fired up to, I mean, Northwestern's offense isn't Ohio State's, but they were embarrassed. I think they're going to be mm-hmm. fired up to make a statement. Um, we have Minnesota at Indiana. A Golden Gophers is a seven-point favorite. I got the Gophers, but I only have them for one point. Same. Same. I mean, you, you look at all the other games, and that's the only logical one-pointer, in my opinion. Right? But, too. yeah, give me Minnesota. Uh, Michigan State at Ohio State. I got the Buckeyes, but for three, I think this will be a good one. We've seen Michigan State put off the stunner at the horseshoe before, but I think Ohio State's on a mission to make that uh, playoff, and I don't think the Spartans are going to stop. I have Ohio State for six. Um, I think Michigan State's very good, but I just don't see them winning in Ohio State. Yeah, it's a tough task. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers at Penn State. Got Penn State, but only for two. <laughs> I mean, Rutgers only scored three points two weeks ago against uh, Ohio State, but then they only let Indiana score three points against them. I just don't know where this Penn State team's at. I don't know right. how good they really are. But Senior Day and Happy Valley, I think they get it done against Shiano. I just think them being at home, give me Penn State for five. I don't see Rutgers really even hanging all that much with them. Um, so, yeah, Penn State for five. Michigan at Maryland. I got Michigan for six here. Uh, they've come too far to slip now. Yep. Everything's got to head into that big game, the game. Yeah. Uh, in the last I mean, both, both teams really control their own destiny, Ohio State and Absolutely. Michigan, uh, to get to the playoffs. So uh, give me Michigan for three. Yeah, I, I don't think – I this is arguably Jim Harbaugh's best team here at Michigan. It's his best chance to get them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't think he will. Um, I think it's the best. Shooter. I don't either. Uh, Nebraska at Wisconsin. Here's my seven pointer. Give me the Badgers. Badgers playing great <laughs> football. Nebraska coming off a bye, but what do they have to play for? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. And Wisconsin's got the West to play for. So I have Wisconsin for four. Um, I, I could see Nebraska hanging, but I mean, they're done. There's yeah, that's nothing what they left do. To they lose close games. Yeah. They lose close games. I mean, no. but. No, it doesn't matter how close you are unless you're playing horseshoes. Yeah, horseshoes and hand grenades. There you go. Um, this episode's brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-bread, tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle. focuses on freshness and quality. You can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors. Or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou on their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is a place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. They had some good-looking barbecue again over the weekend. Again. I, I screwed up by not giving myself some, but I'm going to have to do that soon. And I, th- I don't think anybody's going to be using their boat to get there right now. No. It's probably going to be by wheels. Yep. I, I wonder how many uh, how many boats are actually still on the water. I'm assuming most people brought, took them out already. I would but, think so. Uh, it's getting pretty cold. Yep. yep. And the, this podcast is also brought to you by, oh, that is the wrong uh, banner. It would help if I, there we go, <laughs> uh, by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer. Built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find those products and more hats, ball markers, diver repair tools, all that good stuff at circle15golf.com. I think their their Veterans Day special ended yesterday, but they had a pretty good special on. They're constantly having promotions and specials going on. So get on Circle 15 Golf, grab yourself a whole glove hub bundle, get yourself a glove, glove hub, a hat, ball marker, diver repair tools. They make great holiday gifts for the golfer and your mm-hmm. family. So Absolutely. It's not too early to start thinking about that. Absolutely. Three winners, three losers from the NFL's week. <laughs> yeah, another interesting uh, weekend around the NFL, week 10. Uh, one of my winners, the New England Patriots. Yeah, they, they are on my list as well. smacked the Cleveland Browns around, um, and then some. It's getting to the point where you can almost say that they're one of the best teams in the AFC. Mac Jones oh, is going to be a right star. Now. They are so hot. I hate it. So I we can write them off. I, I do too. Year. I mean, don't don't even get me started on on them. One of my other winners, the Green Bay Packers. Interesting. Pitch a shutout yesterday against Seattle. Take yeah. uh, over the number one seed in the NFC. Um, 
man, they're going to be tough to beat. If they yeah, can keep that um, one or two seed even, they're going to be tough to beat. I mean, they even hung with they, they hung with Kansas City. Their yeah. defense is fantastic. And exactly. Aaron Rodgers has never had a defense this good. And they're getting some guys off of injured reserve as well. It really does feel like it's the uh, last dance yeah. for Rodgers. Like one more good run at it. Yep, I agree. Uh, one of my winners, Kansas City Chiefs. They're my third. Um, yep. Going on the road to Vegas, and they look like the Chiefs of old. Patrick yeah, they Mahomes looked especially. like they were back last night. Um, yep, they, they really did, unfortunately, because I'm kind of getting sick of them as well, as I'm sure you are. I'm afraid they're going to run run um, away with the West now. Yep. Um, Mahomes threw for over 405 touchdowns, I think. Yeah. So. And the Raiders just looked I mean, it was like Dumb. one of two things. Are the Chiefs back or are the Raiders back? <laughs> Which yep. one's back there? Yeah. Yep. Uh we gotta kinda hurry up because we only have ten minutes left. Um my other winner, Minnesota Vikings winning at home against the uh, LA Chargers. It's a good win for them. Yep. Uh they are the one team that isn't protected in the playoffs right now that I could see getting hot and yep. sneaking in there. Um, losers, the NFL for having a tie every single year when there's a tie, I say the NFL is a loser because we should not have any ties. Um, but that was the worst game I've ever watched. <laughs> Speaking of ties, the Steelers are one of my losers. I know they tied, didn't get lost, but, and I know their quarterback, well, of course didn't play, but you let the worst team in the NFL come into your yeah. house and tie the game. Lions, the Lions kicker. I'm surprised still has a job today. I've been surprised Mason Crosby's had a job with how many field goals he's missed yeah. for the Packers, but yeah. Um, Tampa Bay Bucks were one of my losers. Mm, good one. Uh, losing to uh, the football team, coming off a bye too. Um, yeah. I thought that was a real bad loss for them. Uh, I did not have them as one of my losers, but I had another team that starts with the letter B. That's the Browns. I mean, just <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Broncos. I could have, trust me, I could have, but uh, I forget about them. They're on the bye week. I don't even want to talk about them. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, quarterback doesn't even. Do- I'm yeah. gonna stop. No, uh, the Browns problem. they got smacked by the Patriots, and yeah. there's nothing else to say. They beat the Bengals last week. I can't figure them out. Arizona Cardinals were my mm-hmm. last loser. I, I know you're without your quarterback and your best wide receiver, but they got shellacked by a bad Panthers team. They, they let Cam Newton come in, score some yeah. touchdowns. Scored, yeah, score. How many do you end up scoring? Two. He said those are the two plays. The plays he knew. So, but but uh, Matt Rule said this week he's getting majority of the number one snaps. So, really, well, Camp, Camp Darnold's going to be somewhere. out a few weeks. Yep. Um, and PJ they're, Walker's they're not paying him it, ten so. mil. They're paying him ten mil, so you might as well start the guy. Yeah, I guess. Uh, my other losers, the LA Chargers. I just you know, I keep thinking they're going to be one of the better teams in the AFC and make the playoffs. Yeah. And now I'm thinking not so much. They have some befuddling losses this year. They do. Which this word. is one of them. Good word. Yep. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, I won the belt. Um, That's why I don't have it draped on me right now, unfortunately. It came back home, uh, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, but uh, I, I won the belt this week. It was a bad week for both it of was us. All, I, yeah, it was we terrible. Were off. But, Jay, man, have you checked our fantasy football matchup? I, my fantasy team does what the J-Man fantasy team usually does. Starts out 5-1, and one and I'm about to be on a three-game losing streak. Uh, my, my team's falling apart on me, as it, as it usually uh, does. DeAndre Hopkins not playing, putting up a goose yeah. egg. Help me big time. I, I didn't see that until all my – and then you can't pick up a guy. Yeah. so that Because he was a game-time decision, I was holding out hope. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just typical J-Man fantasy luck. Yeah, unless Cooper goes off tonight, you might not score 100 again. Second straight week, and my team is putting up the most points in our league too for the first five or six weeks. Oh, the classic, curse. classic. Yeah, the J Man fantasy curse is very, very real. Thursday night, we have the New England Patriots traveling to Atlanta. Atlanta blew a twenty-eight to three legendary. They're not going to get that sort of league. Give me New England for thirteen. They got embarrassed yesterday in Dallas. Oh, uh, give, whooped. Give me New England for eleven. Uh, the Miami Dolphins traveling to the New York Jets. The Dolphins' next four games, they have the Jets twice, Giants, and Panthers. They can they're get back get, to 500. They're, they're going to get your yep. hopes up again. Good win yep. for them against Baltimore the other night. One of the most athletic plays that didn't count by linemen I've ever seen. <laughs> Seriously. Give me the Dolphins, but for four. I have the Dolphins a little higher than I think I want to, and I have the Dolphins for eight. Okay. Um, 
I mean, I can see the Dolphins losing this one easily, but uh, I have eight, eight on it. Uh, Indiana, Indiana, Indianapolis Colts travel to Buffalo. Colts are back at 500, but they don't historically play very good in Buffalo. I think Buffalo gets them at home. Give me the Bills for 14. I have the Bills for nine. Um, Colts could have easily lost to Jacksonville yeah, yesterday. They screwed around for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore at Chicago. Bears coming off a bye. Baltimore coming off another overtime win. They're good at getting those. Give me the Ravens for nine. Um, Ravens for 12. Uh, the Ravens lost last week. That's right. That's to right. The uh, we were just, they were literally just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Minnesota won an overtime, didn't they? Yes, somebody won an overtime yesterday. I don't know. Whatever. I, Move yeah, on. I don't I'm, I'm having a brain fog. Move on. Baltimore for 12. Uh, Detroit at Cleveland. Oh, this is fun. Uh, good old uh, legendary uh, Coach Hooker's favorite two teams. Uh, give me the Brownies for 10. I have Cleveland for 13. D- Detroit's not, they might not win a game. Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee for 15. Tennessee for 15. Green Bay at Minnesota. Sorry, Logan Shrim, Green Bay for 11. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I've picked Minnesota I once this I year. I don't think. I don't think and they're, either. They have four or five wins. Uh, give me Green Bay for 10. Uh, New Orleans at Philadelphia. I, Jalen Hurts, I thought, played pretty well he yesterday. Played well yesterday. Uh, I watched a lot of that game. The Saints can get close, but they can't get over to hump later with T-Money, Wiggle, Trevor, Simeon. Uh, give me the Eagles for six. I have Philadelphia for five. Uh, Washington football team travels to Carolina. Panthers for five. I have Carolina for Cam four. Newton. Cam Newton will, will want to get back at Ron Rivera. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. I didn't even think about that. San Francisco 49ers at Jacksonville. Jaguars for one. I had the Jaguars for one, and I switched it to San Francisco for three. Um, I have a weird <laughs> feeling about this one. I really think Jacksonville gets them, though, but I didn't pick it. I wish I would have, though. Sh- Shanahan could be in trouble. He should be in trouble. John Lynch should be in major yeah. trouble. He's been a terrible GM. Well, they gave him. him both like six year contracts. They gave him a yeah, big contract. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. We have Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Vegas Raiders. I think the Raiders get this one for some reason, but only for two points. Raiders for two. We're right on the same mm-hmm. uh, wavelength. So for some reason, I'm picking the Raiders still after all they've been through the past couple weeks. I know. I don't, I don't, uh, I, if it was at Cincinnati, I would, I would take it the Bengals. Yeah. Dallas at Kansas City. I think Kansas City found something last night. Give me the Chiefs for seven. I have the Chiefs for one. I picked this game before last night's game, um, and I still thought the Chiefs were going to win. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think Chiefs are unfortunately back. Um, oh, yeah, I know. I know it's terrible, isn't it? Let's see here. We have Arizona at Seattle. Hard one to figure out here because I think Seattle could get hot late in the season with Russell back, but I'm taking the Cardinals for three. I'm hoping that Kyler's back and DeAndre's back. Yes, because I have the Cardinals for seven. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I need both those guys back for this one. Uh, Pittsburgh at the L.A. Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers for eight. Chargers lose this one. I might not pick them the rest of the year just because <laughs> I keep thinking they're going to turn it on and, and, and they haven't been, so – I have not done a book at prediction yet. Uh, I'm going to oh, wait until the last game. Um, I have the Chargers for six. Um, final game here, Giants at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay for 12. This will be the J-Man's book at prediction of the T- week. TB12, I should say. <laughs> I think um, Tampa Bay wins by at least four touchdowns. That's my po- You've that's done my that before this year. <laughs> Uh, t- Tampa Bay by four touchdowns. I have them for 14 points here. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. And bye week for your fantasy teams, Denver Broncos and L.A. Rams. I miss you already, Vaughn. <laughs> Hit me with that birdie, bogey. Pretty bogey. Russell Wilson, before getting shut out yesterday against the Green Bay Packers, had 149 career starts before being shut out. This was the seventh longest streak in NFL history. Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre, one, two, three in this category. What active quarterback is fourth with 172 starts before being shut out? This person is active? Yes. 
And this is a tough one. Um, I have two players in mind, actually three players in mind, and those are three pretty obvious players. But I'm going to go, for some reason, I'm thinking Ben Roethlisberger. Give yourself a bogey. Is it Aaron Rodgers? Nope. Good. Rodgers is sixth on the list. Matthew Stafford is fifth on the list. The Tom Brady? No. 71. I have no idea. Joe Flacco. Really? You you got me back that this week. You know, Man. Flacco has 225 career passing touchdowns and just under 41,000 passing yards. And, of course, one of the greatest playoff runs in NFL history that I hate talking about. He he won't get in the Hall of Fame, but he uh, he probably should be on the ballot. Absolutely. Um, el- Mr. Elite Joe Flacco. Good old Flacco. Yep, the Flack man. Yep. <laughs> man. Yep, I had to get you back to two strokes, so I you, still you, got a fighter's chance. You got me good, too. Um, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Have a fantastic week, everybody.